Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Can you help me? means other people's problems we get emails we get dms we get text messages and you guys are always more than welcome excuse me to bring your issues to the radio we'll change your name if you want to disguise your voice if you want to because sometimes it could feel like you're the only one going through something and then we put it out there and everyone's like oh my god yeah what happened to us what i like about having a big audience is that People are very giving as far as their opinions and their thoughts and things that might be able to help you through whatever situation you're going through. Now, Tara, first off, sorry for your loss. Thank you. I know this is a tough time, but when you had kind of texted us about this, I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to get her on the air. So uh, dad yeah. just passed away. I'm really, really sorry. But tell us the other part of the drama that's going on here. Yeah. Um, you know, he and I didn't have the best relationship uh, over the past few years because he actually cheated on my mom um, a few years ago. Tough to forgive, yeah, I'm sure. That, yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of things. It really didn't. Things have been kind of messy in my family, and so my mother told me that you know the woman that he cheated with wants to come to the funeral, um, which I'm not comfortable with, frankly. And you know, my my mom is such a great person um, and kind person and, and understanding, frankly, that she wants to let her come. Um, but my siblings and I, we we will not come if she is there. So that's the that's the you're like putting your foot down for sure. You would not go to support your mom. No. Okay. No, I can't do it. I can't. I can't be there with her. I can't face her. I can't look at this woman after like what she did to my family. I mean, obviously, my dad is responsible too, but it's just too much, you know. Yeah, it's understandable the way you're feeling. It's just in. Uh, and, and mom is probably you know pretty traumatized. I mean, this is the. I'm guessing they spent the majority of their lives together, and it's your dad. This is so. There's a lot of emotions at play here. Yeah, exactly. So let's do this. Uh, our audience is always pretty good about this as far as empathy, sympathy, and, and being a little bit more logical than we are. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put you on hold, and we'll take calls on this. So, again, to recap, um, dad just passes away. Find out that the, the woman that he left your mother for and had an affair with wants to come to the funeral. Your mom's like, I don't care. I what a big fine. heart. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, props to your mom. I know, right? But I can understand, like, why you and your brothers and sisters don't want this woman there. Like, I, I get all of this, but I don't I don't know which way I'd lean. So uh, we're going to turn it over to our listeners real quick, and you'll probably hear everything through the phone. So, okay, just kind of turn it up. Uh, do an OPP this morning. That means other people's problems. Heard from Tara, who, uh, unfortunately, she just lost her dad. And the situation is, dad had an affair. A few years ago. And now the mistress has asked mom if she's allowed to come to the funeral. And mom is kind of in the stage of of mourning. So she says, yeah, I don't care. But Tara and the rest of her siblings are like, this woman is not allowed. And if she shows up, we're not gonna. So she's trying to... She's trying to figure out what's the angle to go here because you you can't take mom who spent her whole life with this guy. And even though he hurt her, you can't take her and tell her what to do. She's in a, in a period of mourning, right? And everybody handles this so differently. So we thought, perfect I had a chance to throw this out to you guys. And you guys have always been good with, with suggestions and, and thoughts on this kind of stuff. Daria, first thing that came to mind when you heard this, what would you do if it was you? So uh, I just want to extend my condolences to her and the family as well. Um I actually went through a similar situation. Um, so I 
have a lot of empathy towards what she's feeling right now. Okay. My parents were married for 27 years um, when we found out my dad was having an affair on my mom. Um, and, you know, he left us here to be with her in Florida um, and didn't come back. And my dad is elderly now, um, and he's very sick. It's sort of a touch and go thing, you know, up and down all the time. Um, and I've thought about this a lot. And um, I know that when the time comes that he goes, we're going to be having similar conversation, and I will be the one encouraging my mom um, to open her heart to, to be there at the funeral for him. Um, but I think, like, I... It's both, and on one hand, I completely understand where she's coming from. Of course, you know, this person, you know, made some really awful choices that harmed your family. Hey, so my, my big question right away, and I hate to cut you off here, but, like, what if mom doesn't want to go? What are you going to tell her? Uh, if her mother does or if my mom Yeah, if your mom's like, no, 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 he left, I'm not going to this. You're not going to, really like, try and talk uh, her into yeah. it, are you? <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's not that I would talk her into it. I think when people make decisions out of an emotional space, they're not oftentimes the right decision because when we make decisions from an emotional... Yeah, but when someone dies, funerals happen so fast. You don't have time to, like, let it set in. You know, you're not like, let's revisit it in a month and see how we feel. Like, you have to bury somebody. So if if we boil this down, what would you tell Tara? Like, go to the funeral and let the mistress go or hold your ground? Um, I think for me, and there's no judgment either way, but for me, you know, I, I would show up for my mom. I'd show up for my dad. And regardless of what the two of them had, whether you respect it, accept it or not, it still happened. Yeah, that's a good call. You're not alone. There are a lot of people people, texting the same thing. So appreciate you yeah. calling. Yeah, good call, Daria. Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a great morning. I got time to take one more call here. We'll sort through the text messages. Uh, it's Joe Lynn, right? Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling. So, what do you, what's your thoughts here on OPP? Well, I actually went through the exact same thing. Um, oh, no. My parents were married. My dad had an affair. Uh-huh. Um, we kind of did an intervention and said, you know, you're not staying at the house. You're going to continue this. Um, and, you know, each of us kids had to talk. And um, I flat out told my dad, if you leave, like, I'm done with you. Um, he chose to leave. My mom let him come back into the house. And six months later, he died. Um, his mistress also wanted to come to the funeral. Uh-huh. Um, my mom was like, no. Um, so we actually had bouncer type people no. at the funeral. Wow. Yep. Because um, the lady come to find out um, she was this type of person where she would go and break up marriages. Oh, um, okay. So we we did not want her there at all. Um, I looking back. I don't know if I would have left or not. Um, I think about, you know, that's your last chance to say goodbye. Um, And I think about, you know, in the future, would I have regretted not going if she would have showed up? Hey, here's my biggest question here. I don't want to make it sound uh, that, that I'm not caring, but who do you hire to be the bouncers? Like actual big dudes? You know what? I think funeral homes have that. 
uh, situation. Yeah. They have security because this well, is this obviously we just had two calls in a row. I did not think that this was an issue. Funeral homes offer security like they will t- they, like you give them a picture of the mistress and say she's not allowed in here. Don't let you have to beat her up in the parking lot. Or if you're the grieving widow and you're like, listen, this is going to ruin my already terrible time right now. Really? These people are not allowed. You I have buried every bo- right. I buried both my parents and this never came up. I mean, I don't know. They, they were faithful for all I know, but I, they didn't even offer that service. Jolyn, I think you'd be very surprised with our texters. Like, they are split. I thought more people would be like, no, she's not allowed. You know, but... I think it's a hard one. You know, you have your loved one and you want to say goodbye. I mean, no matter how hard the relationship was at the end of the time, yeah. you know, it's, it's a hard time. Um, and as far as, like, the bouncer thing is concerned, it was, you know, family members knew who she was. Okay. Um, and the funeral home, they were really good about, you know, if someone were to say, hey, you know, that's her, please escort her out. That's what it was. It wasn't, like, higher security. Because I'm thinking about this. This is an avenue that I haven't seen advertised, and I think I could be really good at this. And I'm not trying to, too. I'm not trying to shed light or, or make fun of your, your father's death, but I think I would be a oh, great no. funeral security guard. I, I, I think I could Do dress it. up in a nice suit, mm-hmm. and I could have a presence in the back, and if somebody was to hand me a whole Rolodex of pictures, these people aren't allowed in. Mm-hmm. I think I could secure the premises to make sure the funeral went off without a hitch. And if it if it came down to having to push an old lady in a walker uh, uh, like off the curb, <laughs> I think I could do something like that to make sure the family had a good day. I think the lack of conscience will help you for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. I'm yeah. sorry that life has dealt you that card that you've had to deal with. Jolyn, I need you to tell your friends though if this comes up with anyone else, I'm your I'm your sec- funeral security guy. We get guy. it. We get it. I could do this. I could All get right. some more guys okay. like me too. Thank you. <laughs> All right. This is moped mafia. This is you know what. what what if we did line what the curb? We, what if we rolled up all in nice suits in our mopeds? We follow the hearse. We make sure nothing bad goes down at the gravesite as well. You're a clown. When was the last time you've been to Valley Fair? Yeah, to an amusement park. Well, we went to Universal. So yeah. I rode those roller coasters. Well, I know that you got this roller coaster phobia thing, and this is deeply stemmed back to how far. Well, ago? it's not a phobia. It, like, just brings back. There's like that core memory, you know. That comes right to the front. And I had a moment on a roller coaster that I can't quite talk about because the FCC monitors our show. But like a backstory, I went to live with my dad who had just gotten married. Um, they had a, a son, so my brother. And I went out to live with them in Washington. And it was just, I had a battle with his new wife. It was tough, you know, and she That's always tried to. It's not your mom. No, yeah, she tried to be my friend, and then she tried to be my mom, but I was in high school at this point, and I remember going to school, and I had my friend Margot, and she was, like, a little rebellious. I was pretty by the book, you know, and she brought me to this, like, coffee shop hangout, and it was really trendy and retro. And I see this guy off in the distance and he was playing pool. He had this really tight shirt on. You could see every single muscle in his body. He was so hot. He looked like he could model underwear for Calvin Klein. It was crazy. Sure. Yeah, I know the time. And so he made eye contact with me and it was almost like, you're going to be mine. Right. And then I go to a club with Margot. I had fast talked my way out and I see this guy again behind the pillar. And I'm like, oh my God. 
we must run in similar circles. And then Margo's like, oh, this is so-and-so. And and then all of a sudden the cops raid this club. And so we run up to the rooftop and he's like, you got to come with me. And so I went with him and cut two. we were on a roller coaster sure. and I'm getting like warm <laughs> just even thinking about it. But we had a really good moment. And then he turned evil like, and he mean, came and he and a little more on that. Um, no, I can't. Okay. And he and his crew come and bust down the door of my house. Whoa. They hurt my dad. They chopped off the head of our German shepherd. Oh, my God. And sent it right through the dog door. I mean, it was, I can't even believe that I've gotten over it the way that I have. But I can't believe finally, I've never heard this story before. Yeah. So, well, we had some guy watching the front of the house, like the gatekeeper, and we were trying to flash the light, like, come help us. SOS turns out he, they had killed him. They so we didn't have oh anybody God. as security. I can't. I, you've never told me this before. Finally, I take this umbrella, right? And I just stab him. Jesus. And then we we all lived, thankfully. But my dad was really beaten up. I can't believe nobody knows the movie Fear. This is so disturbing. This is the first time this has ever failed. People think that the... There's not I should a go back to talk about how I was a cop. There's not There's not a text. <laughs> there's not a phone call. There's nothing. If this oh, person hey, hold on. Hey, good morning. How are you? Is it Glass House? Oh, my God. <laughs> Lissa texted the movie Fear. Yes. Fear? Yes. Yes. Where were you five minutes ago? All these texters. Oh, my God. Oh, killing oh my me. Alexa, she's so slow. Oh, yeah, it's her fault. All right. Well, I mean, I got to admit, this was probably one of her worst acting jobs. Wow. But, uh, I am sorry that you had to suffer through all of that, and there are no prizes. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Well, okay, you're a little bit quicker next time, and Kat will be better, and it'll just be a better world next time. Sweet. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Love you lots. Take care. I didn't even get a chance to talk yeah. about I was a on a roller coaster. What's trending today is an adult woman out of New Jersey was caught posing as a high school student after four days of attending a class. They let her in and she just went about her business. Last week, I found some false documents. An adult female posing as a student was able to be involved in our high school. Last night, she contacted me at 10.56 p.m. asking how I was. As soon as I saw the message, I blocked the number and couldn't fall asleep for the next two hours. So the student that she was in class with that she, like, befriended right away within four days. She was how old? She got her number. 29. And she was getting by for almost a week in high school and yes. nobody knew this? How crazy is that? It's just like that one kid that, like, burrowed his way into the ER... And he was like telling everyone he was a surgeon, and then he opened his own practice as a as a gynecologist. <sighs> that's a little bit <sighs> different because you can get by. You can get by. I think you can convince people that you're a doctor much easier than you convince somebody that you're. She must have looked very young, though. But what's the? Why do you want to go back C, to high school? Grow C. Do you remember? Have you ever seen no, Never Been Kissed? No. Where she filed the paperwork and she went back to high school, so she could have. She was like doing an undercover story and then she fell in love with her teacher. Well, how many television and movies are television shows and movies are about going back to high school and busting this ring of whatever? I yeah. Mean, or Jump reliving Street. that life. What would you go back to high school for? Like, what do you miss about high school the most? I had one teacher who he he helped me manifest 
trying to play pranks on people. Okay. Like he was about like I would call like his his brother was the athletic director at a neighboring school mm-hmm. and he would have me prank call him all the time. Yeah. That was part that well, was, he was a cool I, that was that was part of my student learning. Like it was like yeah. a, a special class that he would just have me prank his brother. Uh-huh. And it was we did it for weeks and I got credit for it. It was amazing. Yeah. It's nice to keep a tally of who's to blame for how you turned out. <laughs> He's now added why would to the you list. Go, why would you go back to school? I would go back for like the pep rallies and the fun, I don't know, just like parties on the weekend. Pep rallies were fun? Our pep rallies were killer. Anoka knew how to do it up. Our principal rode in on a hog. She was this late. Like an actual pig? No, oh. on her Harley okay. that she would drive to school. She had her special Harley parking spot. Really? It was really cool. That's like, a Yeah, it was. And um, we just had like pep rallies for everything, for the boys going to state, girls going to state, morp, prom. What's morp? Prom backwards, where the girls ask the guys. It's like Sadie Hawkins almost. And they would have that and a prom? No, we would have morp and prom. That's yeah. what I just said. You'd have that and I a thought prom? you meant Sadie Hawkins and, yeah. Oh, so you, you would do a prom and you would do a morp. Yes. God, my high school is so lame. So lame. That's what happens that when stuff. you live in southern Minnesota. But I want to know. Just go ahead and um, maybe text in super quick the m- main reason why you would love to go back and relive some of your high school years. And now, another post from Aunt Nora had a pedicure in 10 years went to the beauty school with julie so cheap but not without the looks i remember being the reason why i haven't gone in a decade control your face pedicurist there will be way worse after me julie comments below they're not that bad nora's daughter my cousin katie comments with this gift (laughs) (laughs) so now you know that was another post from cat's aunt nora I was looking at flights for May to go to my cousin Will's wedding in Rhode Island, which did you know that that is an entire state that you can't fly into? Where's the closest airport? You have to fly into Boston, and then we have to rent a car and drive 70 miles. All right, so already. What's this we stuff? Like, yeah, you're in I'm going to bring my dad. Oh, you're I asked my dad if he wanted to go. It's his nephew, and I have a flight credit that would cover him. So I'm like, I have to use this flight credit before it's gone and what makes me nervous is that he has never like known what acceptable snacks are for flying he doesn't realize everyone's trapped (laughs) in the same spot i have nightmares from traveling when i was younger he will bring like tuna fish and cracker (laughs) snack packs and one time he brought a metal can of pickled herring Mm. and some of the juice spilled on my sister's coloring book and she wouldn't throw it away the whole trip because she had already created a few masterpieces on some pages prior. And so that smell was there the entire time for like five days. It haunts me in my dreams. So I'm worried about that. Smelly airplane snacks. They are the worst. One mar February took the entire family to Fort Myers for twin spring training. Mm-hmm. My daughter, Regan, must have been about eight or nine and she had these fake Uggs. Oh, gross. Yeah. They had a winter's worth of wear already (laughs) and uh, my daughter at that time uh, was just dancing like six nights a week and so she never wore socks. Yeah. So I'm sitting next to her in the plane (laughs) and we we barely get off the ground. Yeah. I'm like, what could that be? Like that isn't, 
I'm like, that is an unclean human. Yeah. And you you don't know who you're sitting around. And then <laughs> I dialed in a little bit closer because she'd move her feet. Yeah. And I go, oh, I go, Reagan, these things were so <laughs> bad. Were they the, worse than mine? By far. Okay. I, when, when, when you're forced to leave your Uggs outside the door in the studio, <laughs> that is one one thousandth of the smell of these things. Ew. They All almost right. walked on their own to the point. <laughs> Where we we landed, yeah. we got in our rental car. I made her take them off and put them in the trunk. Oh, God. And when we got to the hotel, the first thing I made her do was throw them in the garbage. But the garbage is in your room. Yeah. We had to set them outside the door <laughs> and wait for somebody to take her boots. Sick. And you know what she gave us? Huh. I only packed one pair of flip-flops. So when we fly home back into the snow, yeah. she's trudging out to the uh, to the car in flip flops because we had to throw her mugs away. It was Liam's had really smelly feet too. He he just has smelly feet. I think all kids do because they just don't change them out. Ever. Yeah, I don't. Think and I was do. like, uh, I'm like Reagan. A little telco go a long, long way. We got to get you some gold uh, bond up in there. But yeah. uh, that's immediately what I thought about. That's worse than herring. I promise. Playhouse. Let's begin now. Yeah, we about to get after it here or what? Yes. Six o'clock on the button, feeling right. Good morning, the Playhouse Cat and JJ Oliver. What's wrong radio. with you? What, so are you my, sick? My wife had a little cold, and now I got it. Oh. And it, it, listen, we I'm all a, use the same microphone. I come over there, and I have to use that microphone after the show. Wipe it down. Why don't you wipe don't, it? Okay, down? you want me to go home? No, I want you to wipe it down when you're done. Okay. I want you to use actually a cover. I want you to use a cover that has your name on it over there. That one. You're the red one. Not the red one. Anyways, <laughs> okay. so I feel okay. I'm okay on energy. It's just it's a, a little raspy kind of throaty kind of thing. But hers went away like after two days, and this is my second day. So by tomorrow, I should be fine. Okay, that's it. And then she's uh, and then I, I get it. Uh, collateral damage. It's war. And you know what? If I get it, I'm staying home. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not coming. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to get it again. <laughs> uh, so I spent uh, the majority of the, the night last night in my daughter's bed again. Uh, I miss having my older kids home, you know, on their way to college, Mm -hmm. but having some extra spare bedrooms in the house sure is nice. So uh, the problem with that is, is that's where the cat usually sleeps now that my daughter's away at college and the cat gets the whole bed. So when I went in there about midnight, my wife was snoring so loud. I go and I go, Turkey, you got to move. And that cat looked at me like, get the hell out of here, man. Don't you understand? This is my spot. So I went to move the cat. And I lay down, and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I got to get some sleep. That cat jumped up on me mm-hmm. and started batting me in the ear. Yeah. Like, get the hell out of my bed. Yeah. Are and you so lost? I fought with my cat last night, and that was the uh, <laughs> highlight of my evening. How about yours? You do you want to come clean about this, or do you want me to talk about it on the radio? Uh, I didn't know I had what I had when I got, well, we're got fi- with him. No, 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 no. Uh, oh. We're finding out today. You want to talk about Monday or not? <laughs> sure. Monday night. And I didn't want to blow this up because I wanted you to be able to tell our audience about it. Mm-hmm. But the headline reads, a woman tried to steal Slim Jims from a convenience store when the female clerk confronted her and attacked the thief with the Slim Jim itself. Uh, we've talked about this before. Don't be a hero over jerky. Like Help somebody out. If someone's in peril and someone's trying to mug them, then you step in. It's jerky. This is the hero we don't deserve, but we need. Can th- Imagine that. She needs to get a lifetime it's supply of jerky. 11 o'clock at night, yeah. and somebody tries to steal a couple of Slim Jims. You run them down, and you beat them with the Slim Jims until the cops arrive. Do you see the story that to work, 
at a convenience store between the hours of 11 and 4 is more dangerous than being a police officer. Did you I see be- that? I believe that. I believe that, too. I mean, you guys have money. People have guns. They I- want your money. And if there's no officer around, I mean, you're putting your life on the line. I've been to gas stations late at night where I didn't feel threatened getting gas. And yeah. then I walk in and all that plexiglass and that, that bulletproof glass is in yeah. front of the cashier. And I'm like, is this a dangerous spot to be in? Should I even be pulling out a credit card right now? Right. So congratulations. I got away by that. On your Slim Jim. So I thought that was great. <laughs> okay. So a Virginia teacher who goes to school has a little... Uh, conversation with a six-year-old. The six-year-old student didn't enjoy that conversation, so he shot her. And it looks like uh, just a few, like a month or two before this happened, she had gone to the principal and some of the people in higher-up positions and said, this kid makes me unsettled. I think he needs to find either a different classroom or get some help, and they just kind of poo-pooed it. Abby Zwerner was shot in front of those horrified kids, and the school and community are living the nightmare, all because the school administration failed to act. Three different times, three times, school administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees that the boy had a gun on him at the school. Wow. So they- she She's going to get paid. Jeez. That's um, that's not a good look. You know, she's I know alive, that though, right? She's, she made it. Yeah. Students like teachers and administration. Like it just seems like administration just wants to save face and not have any issues with parents. But these teachers are there to help kids. And everyone's like, I can't believe nobody wants to go into teaching anymore. You yeah. want because you're going to get shot by a kindergartner. Teachers that's why. need support. That is that that's a terrible situation. A recent UK poll. Everybody wants to know how often should we wash our sheets. How often do you? Uh, it's probably every other week. Every other week? Maybe. I think we're every three weeks. Well, you guys so. have a lot more accidents than we do. <laughs> but, I mean, we should probably do it more, I guess. And then, you know, when you hear about why your pillows are so heavy. Do this test. Get your pillow. Buy a new pillow. Take it home and weigh it. Weigh it again in six months' time. Your yeah. pillow would have doubled in weight. What? That is due to sweat, bodily odours, dead skin, dust mites. Now, these are all living in your bed. You need to change your bed once a week for your health benefits so you sleep better. Okay. There you go. I, uh, My pillow that I use is probably 100 pounds. Yeah. I don't even want to think about why it is, but it's my favorite pillow because it's really, like, hard and flat. Is it? Oh, we got... Remember the... When, I don't know if the company's even still in business anymore, but we got those pillows from that company in Montreal. Um, oh, I thought those were our sleep number pillows. No, these were like big and really dense. It oh, was maybe. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like they threw three footballs in a pillowcase. Uh-huh. And that one, I, I would bet it weighs 30 pounds. Sick. Like That's really gross. Clean your sheets. Yeah. All right. One of my favorite parts about going to the movie is going and getting a big soft drink to share like you're on your first date and then a big tub of popcorn and you always want it fresh. You actually don't want it fresh. You actually don't want the popcorn that's directly out of the kettle because it's so hot. It's still this like warm, like mush ball. It's not good. You want popcorn that has been sitting there for an hour or so, maybe. We're making popcorn all day long. It's not been sitting there for days on end, but popcorn actually doesn't go stale for at least about a week. <laughs> what do you think if I told you that I bring ranch powder with? Oh, don't they have ranch powder? There? No, they don't anymore. They used to. You have to pay for your little ranch powder. Oh, lame. You bring it with? Yeah, I just bring it with from my pantry.
and I love her. Anita Baker is 65 today. These rocks don't lose their shape. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Does he love her so much? Give me one Anita Baker song. My ultimate favorite, and it is the first song I played when I worked smooth jazz, Rapture of Love. Do you have that queued up? I don't think I do. Do you have that? Rapture of Love. Rapture of Love. Caught up in the rapture of love. God, she's just amazing. Okay, let's use rapture then as our keyword right now for free jewelry from JF Cruz Jewelers in honor of Anita Baker's Rapture of Love being Kat's favorite. What would you have played? What did you have in the system there? Sweet Love? Yeah, Sweet Love is a good one. Giving you the best that I got is a good one. I think that one's going to be her... Giving you the best that I got is going to be her biggest hit on the radio, I think. Uh-huh. And yeah, because that one's, uh, everybody knows this She's one, right? She's got a story. Oh my God. Valentine's Day, guys. This song in the background. Wine. Flowers. Tickles. Ain't there something I can't give? Damn. Who can and sing like this? Lost Art. Uh, this was her. Uh, this was probably her biggest radio hit right here. This pops up on my Yacht Rock playlist around the pond yes. every once in a while. And I'm like, I think about changing it. And then I'm like, oh, no, hit it, Anita. She's sweet, sweet love. She's got it. This kicks in. Everybody under 30 right now is going, what are you doing, man? Oh, my God. It's bringing me back to when I started radio 20 years ago. That job doesn't even exist anymore where people just sit there and make sure the radio station doesn't go off I the watched air. the lights go on in Minneapolis. I watched the IDS Tower put their lights on. And that was like my night, just listening to this stuff. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Whoever denied it, supplied it. Radio paparazzi. On The View yesterday. I love moments like this. I can't like believe this. they don't <laughs> edit this out of the show. <laughs> they have, they have. You got to watch it, though, because her face is, it's that embarrassed look the other way. Maybe people will continue to talk about what we're talking and about. who is this? It's Sarah Hines. She's a member of The View panel. And they had this woman on. They were talking about classified documents. She had taken a drink of something and spilled a little on the table. And so Whoopi's like secretly trying to tell her, hey, clean this up. And it like scared her or she shifted weight. Is it true that Trump had um, nuclear secrets? It's been reported, but we don't know the specifics. But just real quick, I was... <laughs> oh, it, it, well, we had a little spillage on the other now side now of the table. My pants. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. I gotta hear that again. I have to hear that again. Is it true that Trump had um, nuclear secrets? It's been reported, but we don't know the specifics. But just real quick, I was... <laughs> when they can't stop laughing, you know that they heard... What we all heard. It's that like when was... you're seven and you're in class and you do fart and then you're trying to make the noise with your chair and it doesn't happen. That was really, <laughs> like, really loud. It wasn't me. Like she had a lot of pressure. Yeah. Priyanka Chopra, she's married to Nick Jonas and they have, we just talked about adorable tattoos that you have matching with somebody else. Then I have a check and a box behind my ears. My husband has them on his arms because when he proposed, he asked me, that, you know, I checked all his boxes and would I check another one? Puke. He's probably turned on all the time. If that's what she talks like all the time, I'm turned on. Like, that's a hot voice, right? Like, I'm married to Derek. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank God for his personality because he's hilarious. But yeah. All right. Kristen Bell. She does a, and I'm putting these air quotes up, polar plunge because I've done many a polar plunge and it wasn't in a 58 degree pool. It's eight in the morning. The pool is 58 degrees. Oh, baby. Which isn't as cold as regular cold plunges. (sighs) And it's brutal. Then why not just write the check? Because you look so silly going into a 58-degree pool when people are launching their body into bodies of water when you have where there's ice ho- shards. Right, when you got to cut a hole in the ice, <laughs> it, that's a polar plunge. There you go. Getting into your uh, your pool after the heater quit working yeah. for a couple hours, give me And break. you know what? If you can't make a polar plunge, write the check. We obviously know the money goes to a great cause, but don't post silly things like that. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on one. 1- 47 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.